The Grey Goose, Adventures of a Modern Robin Hood. Through Barbara, I got an invitation to Lady Hadley's house party. <laughs> she has emeralds, you know. Inspector Ben Ford was also a guest. On this occasion, definitely relaxing. I met, too, a lady called Zeely Kerman, a pseudo-foreigner, who had attached herself to Lady Hadley and was living with her. She was beautiful but phony. She was escorted, too, by a funny little puss called Lester Summers in the sort of lapdog capacity. That night, 2 a.m., Barbara and I raided the old lady, who was in bed sound asleep with the emeralds round her neck. Most unexpectedly, the French window opened suddenly. Fortunately, I was wearing my mask. The voice said... Now explain yourself. This is a gun, you know. A real gun. Oh, but Barbara, the, uh, the fact Back is... Back out of the door at once. I do not wish to waken her ladyship. Go on, and take that mask off. Uh, I'll obey the first instruction, but uh, permit me to retain my incognito a few moments longer. You will do as I say in one minute. After I have made sure her ladyship is unharmed. Now, I am shutting the door. You will remain outside for 30 seconds. If when I open the door you are not there, I shall scream. And you will be caught before you reach the front door. Now, wait. Well, well. The fair Zili herself. I think I can guess why I'm on this side of the door and she's on the other. However, we shall see. Is she all right? She's sleeping like a top, as you say. Something like a Mickey Finn at work, eh? And what is this Finn you speak of? Do not answer, but walk slowly down the stairs. Remember the gun. I do remember it, and am walking. Facilis dissensus Avernae and all that. Eh, Letting you know, for it's easy going down. Stop chattering. Now, the front door. Yeah, I've noticed it. It's rather obstructing further progress, isn't it? Open it. Yeah, with pleasure. It is open. Now, down the stone steps. Uh, you are driving me away? No. I am coming with you. Oh, <laughs> how charming of you. I didn't think an old codger like me had that much personal magnetism. Hold the tongue and descend the steps. Remember, I am behind you six steps with the gun. Yeah, I've said I remembered the gun. This is quite a flight of steps, isn't it? When you reach the gravel drive, you remove that mask or I'll shoot. Is it understood? Uh, definitely, alas. Then proceed again. And this... Ah! Say, what is this? Getting on a girl sitting on the steps to get some air. Grab her, Ollie. Got her. The gun. Stop her yelling. She, Gun's on the drive somewhere. She can't yell with my hand halfway down the throat. God bless my soul, she can't yell anyway. She's out to it. Must have fallen on her head, I think. Stunned. <laughs> Good. That was a sweet trick of yours, Barbara. Top marks and all that. 
How did you work it out? Well, I didn't exactly. I just hung around waiting to see what might happen. Then you appeared, followed by a woman with gun. I let you get by, then literally threw myself at her feet. <laughs> Great work. Now, what to do with her? Mm. She'll probably come to any moment from now. Kidnap her. Put her in the car and get back to town. No can do. We are staying here, remember. We'll have to show up at breakfast. Oh, yes, of course. Um, we could leave her here. By Jove, yes. Then you and I could back to our, go back to our rooms and sleep the sleep of the unjust and bob up in the morning, completely unversed in the doings of the night. Think she'll be all right out here? Oh, definitely. Warm night and all that. She'll have a bit of a duck egg on her top knot. So, come on, partner. How do we get in again? Through the front door, like respectable people for once. I left it open. Ready? Yes. Oh, oh, the masks. What about them? Burn them in your room. If there's a hullabaloo in the morning, there may be repercussions. Oh, just a moment. <laughs> a grey goose feather might look rather attractive in the fair Zeely's hair. No, please, Rowley, not this time. I, I have a premonition. <laughs> All right, I'll postpone the function. Now, up it, and be ready for daylight fireworks. Yes. Breakfast is served in the dining room. And would you please hurry down? There's been terrible trouble. Police and Lord alone knows that a ladyship in a big to-do. Oh, I'm sorry. Tell them I'll be... Only a minute. Thank you, sir. Terrible trouble and a big to-do. <laughs> uh, uh, yes? It's I, Rowley. Hurry, there's trouble. You get down at once. I'll follow in a moment. Right. Oh, I wonder how Zaley's headache is. Oh, dear. Hello? Who is that? Lester Summers, Mr. Fletcher. The fact is there's considerable distress. Oh, come in. A distress, you said? Oh, my word, yes. What? Everybody's in the dining room except, of course, dear Lady Hadley. Well, doesn't she eat with her guests? Oh, but yes, but at the moment she is prostrate. You see, the emeralds are missing. Some burglar chappy, what? I didn't say anything. Oh, oh, I beg your pardon. Burglars, eh? Good, I'll come down with you. Oh, that will be a great relief to me. I'm, I, I'm a bit allergic to burglars. Aren't we all, as the vicar once remarked? Oh, did he really? You ask Freddy Lonsdale. Thank you, I will. Well, well, here we are. You go in first, will you? <laughs> uh, come in, Fletcher. You too, Mr. Summers. Ben, I thought you'd gone back to town. I did. But at 6am, I was informed of a burglary here. A major case of theft, and so I returned. Now then, sit down, everybody. Well, I ask a few questions. <coughs> Miss Kerman, please endeavour to be concise in your answers. Concise, Inspector. I do not know it. Heaven help me. Tell me what happened last night. Oh, but yes, you will understand. I awoke at two in the morning. How did you know the time? I look at the clock, dear police. Uh, all right, then what? Do I bang. I am disturbed. Out of my bed, I get... Then I ran along the whole corridor to my dear patron's room. The Lady Headley, you know. Why? For to protect her. You see, I have gratitude. She gave me a home here for six months. But why did you think harm was threatening her? It was, uh, how you say, a, a dog idea. A what? A instinct, Inspector. Ah, uh, uh, the charming Mr. Fletcher. He has the understanding. All right, all right. Now continue. Just as I reached the door, a man, he dashed out. An old man, I think. An old man? So, he has a, a gruff and ancient voice. He said to me, stick up the hands. My hat. 
I do so. Then he say, go down the stairs. I do so. Then he say, open the front door. I do so. Why did you do so, uh, so often? Because he has the gun. Thanks. Leave this to me, Fletcher. Go on, Miss Kellum. Then he say, go down the steps to the driveway. I do so. Uh, <clears throat> uh, uh, you smile? Oh, please finish your story. At the bottom step, he raises his gun and he bang it on my head. He did so. Uh, I mean, that's how you stand. Uh, that is so, police. I am a blackout. Uh, then later, I wake. It is daylight. I climb up the steps and go to the room. And then, alas, I see my dear patron asleep. But, alas, there are no emeralds. No emeralds? How did you discover that? Because she sleeps always with the necklace around her throat. I see. Then she awake. And she discover also. And then we wake up all the people. And the good butler, he telephoned the Scottish yard. And you come. And I have this bump on the head. Uh. Thank you. Mm. Uh, uh, you, Mr. Summers. Oh, but yes, old chap. Where do you come in? That is, I don't think I do. I, I apparently slept all through the fuss, only heard of it when the household was awakened. I see. Uh, what is your function here, if I may ask? I, I, I'm a kind of a, a secretary to her ladyship. Uh, Miss Kerman introduced me to her on the continent. At Aix-les-Bontemps, uh, wasn't it? Oh, but yes, my dear man, how did you know? I didn't. It was a rash guess. You see, Miss Kerman told me she also met Lady Hadley at that place. But yes, exactly. So you know nothing, Mr. Summers. But nothing. Uh, will you excuse me just one moment, Inspector? Oh, what now? I've just been wondering whether Miss Kerman shouldn't have a doctor to examine that knock on the head. Oh, no. No, and the thank you, it is now nothing. Maybe it would be wise. I have a little experience of wounds, of war and all that. Uh, may I see it, Miss Kerman? It is so charming of you. Uh, yes, and in these circumstances, I think so. It aches, you know. Like aches les bon temps. <laughs> that is most funny pun, huh? <laughs> now, just past the hairline. So? You have the soft touch. But yes, haven't I, but? No, not very serious. No concussion much. Mm, even the skin's not broken. You are very lucky indeed, Miss Kerman. A blow from a revolver can be very nasty indeed. By the way, what happened to the elderly dent who donned you that one? The paddle? The man who hit you with his gun. What happened to him? He... Uh, he uh, yes, but how can I know? I am in the blackout. Oh, yes, I forgot that. I was just hoping you might have seen which way the rascal ran. But of course, how could you? All right. Now, this inquiry is not by any means finished. And I'll resume it after I've had the opportunity of examining the... Uh, the the scene of this disturbance, and if Lady Hadley is recovered, I'll endeavour to have a few words with her. In the meantime, ladies and gentlemen, you will none of you leave the precincts of this house, that's understood. Oh, yes. but my dear man, I have an appointment with my hairdresser. Well, your permanent wave will have to wait until next week. <laughs> I wish we could get away from here, Roly. Can't be done. <laughs> Besides, I'm having quite a piece of fun. So I noticed. You took quite a bit of time fiddling with that zealy woman's hair. You have the soft touch. But, look, Rolly, we're in a spot. I don't think so. As for that woman's hair, aha, I had a purpose in that. That's what I meant. <laughs> Off on the wrong foot again, my dear. Now, leave that for a moment and listen to this. 
A smack on the head with the butt of a gun leaves a bruise and a lump, but it also makes an indentation. So what? We know she didn't get a crack with a gun. I was examining the bruise to see if she'd thought of that. She hadn't. Well? I'm going to point out that little fact to Inspector Ben himself in the very near future. And so we find Roland Fletcher assisting the police in the person of Inspector Ford. Or is he? Follow the next step taken by the wily Grey Goose. <laughs>